What is going on, guys, and welcome to the Maker Made Podcast, the pod about woodworking, content creation, running a business, and whatever else we come up with. Hosted by myself, Tyler of Westfall Woodco, and my best friend Brian from Dogwood Custom Builds. You can find us on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to episode 15. We're back. I don't even remember if I know how to do this anymore, if I'm being completely honest with you. Well, I hope you're always honest with me. (laughs) What's going on, buddy? Not much, man. I should ask uh, you. I think that's kind of going to be the star of the show this week, is uh, what you've been up to, what your life changes have been like, and uh, what's to come, right? Yeah. Episode 15 is brought to you from my cousin's closet uh, (laughs) in Oakland, Tennessee, uh, just outside Memphis. Uh, Yeah, so the last three weeks now um did my drive across the country so left monterey at the end of april drove down to san diego saw my brother um stayed in the grand canyon stopped by phoenix to see some losers and uh <laughs> so I hung out with tyler for an afternoon in phoenix and then finished my drive to memphis um so got stationed out here for the next three plus years three plus is like you're are you contracted for three years or yeah minimum three um if i like memphis a lot i can stay in the navy just about as long as i want since this is like our human resources hub and that's my job uh human resources um so yeah um but if i don't like it i can go get a uh navy job somewhere else but yeah, so currently, uh, well, luckily, my cousin or my my dad's cousin lives out here. He retired from the Navy and got a good job out here. And they have a nice house and a pool and said I could come and stay as long as I want. Um, so they're really uh, um, gracious hosts to let me <laughs> live here. Um, You're kind of without... living in luxury out there. The house yeah. is freaking sweet, dude. Yeah, so the, the downside is... When I move out and I get a house, because I'm in the process of, of house hunting, um, seeing what my money can afford versus what, um, <laughs> real, what, and that's not like, like what adults that have been working in real jobs for their whole lives can afford compared to what a 26 year old uh, single income can afford. Um, but yeah, it's pretty fun, honestly. I put an offer on a house today, so. Ooh. Nice garage, nice two storage sheds. Um, so hopefully, I wanted to find out tonight, but I'm not getting a response back. So I think tomorrow morning, um, at some point, I'll find out. What's the market like out there? I know here in Phoenix, it's an absolute bloodbath. It is hot. So the, actually, this house that I offered, put an offer last week and didn't get it. I was super bummed. But the buyer backed out because they're building a soccer field next to it not not next to it next to it like the out of bounds lines the touch lines uh, there you go ted lasso fans out of touch (laughs) um are like 100 yards from what would be my side yard um and they didn't want to deal with the traffic of the trucks not even that's not even entrance for pedestrians and all that stuff just for the work trucks for like six months Mm-hmm. I'd gladly put up with that and not have neighbors <laughs> next to me. So uh, they yeah, reached out sure. to the next next best offer, which was me, and we're kind of working something out. So we'll see if I get it. Um, I'm cautiously optimistic. Um, 
but we'll see for sure and uh before we go any deeper i want to thank uh the, the sponsors of today's episode and that is a returning sponsor grabo as well as we're welcoming on a new one being jobber really excited to have both these guys on very thankful for their support of the show and we'll definitely be talking more about them later um but real quick just wanted to give a shout out to them and say thank you yeah thank you guys so much for supporting the boys so how's the the new job going this is kind of like your first real job like well is that a good way to put it first like official navy job um yeah um it's pretty good but again i i got here uh this is my second official week of being with this unit and i haven't actually started working yet i've been doing a lot of check-in um medical records which you just sit in line i don't know if you've ever heard stories about the va but military medicine is a pain in the butt so just waiting in lines (laughs) um getting access to certain like internet connections and computers like work computers all that good stuff um just takes a while before i can actually top secret hr clearance (laughs) yeah tip of the spear (laughs) baby tip of the spear uh so what will your uh, day-to-day like actually look like once uh things settle down or do you not really know i don't really i mean people talk the this job's pretty highly coveted uh within the hr community um so a lot of people are done at like one or two in the afternoon they're remodeling the second floor of the office so there is half of the office is gone a lot of people are just working from home most of the time uh, so it's kind of at your own pace work from home and that's kind of sweet. So it'll be a lot of, oh, yeah. uh, it'll be a new lesson in time management because um, once I do get a house, I'll have to make sure I'm actually getting my real work done because it's not like schoolwork where I can sacrifice and get a B minus instead of a B. <laughs> um, like this is like, like no shit. Like this stuff has to get done. Um, and uh, like the government and taxpayers, everyone is a stakeholder. So like it, it definitely, um, need to make sure I focus on work before woodwork pain. So obviously right now, speaking of woodwork, you don't really have, you don't have a shop at all. I picked up a bunch of cool wood today though. From where? What kind? Picked up some nice hard maple, nice soft maple, some pecan. I kept, I kept purposely saying pecan because the guy kept saying pecan. So I kept (laughs) saying it, I kept saying it the other way. He was a, old like 70 something year old with a mill and a nice shop and all this stuff but um sold me a walnut for like seven dollars a board foot yeah that's nice and he was like giving me pieces i picked one up he was like, i just take it um hmm. so but yeah so my cousin has a 30 by 30 wired insulated shop and most of the tools i need other than a joiner uh, i said i'm welcome to use them so i'm gonna start doing some projects here in the next week or so um little stuff um but something you know to keep my mind busy because it it gets Mm -hmm. boring after a while not doing anything for sure um yeah but i I haven't touched wood in like three days other than today and that was kind of driving me crazy but i got back to it today and that felt good yeah i mean uh a lot of people saw i was building up all the inventory when i was still in california um and that was for the craft show that i did this weekend and I was so pumped. I'm like, I got this inventory. I got low prices. I'm ready to go. <laughs> um, I think my my revenue was like five seventy. Whoa, that's way better than I thought. Minus you were gonna 100, say. minus 100 for the booth fee, so 470. Not accounting for material costs. So, and I sat there for 
eight, nine hours on Saturday and like five on Sunday. So Jeez. at the end of the day, it, it's cash in my pocket. I got to hang out with Charlie. We we're in the same booth. Um, we should actually tag another guy, Neil Russell. He's a local Memphis woodworker. I'll I'll send you his profile. Super cool guy. He walked into the booth and like walked right up to me. I was like, what? Like, what's this guy doing? And he was <laughs> you like, didn't Neil check out Ru- any of your stuff. You were kind of offended. <laughs> no, he's like Neil Russell. I was like, oh my god, I remember you. Um, it's really cool to meet these people in real life. Um, and really put names to faces. Uh, so cool guy. Uh, he's out with his wife for Mother's Day, but it's a great networking opportunity. But in terms of sales. Not really what I had intended um, at all. Mm-hmm. Did you have some good time to talk to people who passed by and stuff? Or yeah, a lot of people wanted like custom stuff, and like I love my big ten by eighteen cutting boards, but they're really not that unique. Like they're just maple and walnut strips, mm-hmm. so I love that. But I mean, that's not kind of like sell at a farmer's market. People can get that anywhere. Um, so that kind of made me. Like I'm going to try to clear out this inventory, dirt cheap kind of prices. And then I think I have another one in September that I want to do. That one I'm going to have a little bit different of a look of inventory. Um, yeah, now that you got some experience under your belt, you can kind of know what sells. Well, what was your best selling stuff? Anything in particular that stood out? Uh, in terms of quantity, the wine caddies. Really? I, I, people were picking them up and they were loving them. Like, I mean, I bought a three dollar bottle of wine from walmart and two plastic <laughs> cups and i used it for like a display but i think i, I brought four of them and i sold three of them nice but i had to those... do the uh was it the oval one or the standard wine caddy? the standard one um nice but i brought those big rectangular cutting boards which i've seen people sell them for like 120 to 140 based on the size i had them for like 80 bucks and nobody was picking them up. Um, so I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what I'm doing wrong here. Um, but uh, Charlie, Charlie had a killer two days. Um, he had a lot of those river boards, uh, epoxy boards. And those were going like crazy. He has bottle openers with magnets oh, on wow. the back to go to the fridge. Like with the magnet and the two magnets for the fridge. And one to catch the, the tabs on the inside. Right. Oh my god, he was selling them like left and right. It was crazy. Um, really? So he did really well. Um, did you guys actually share a booth, or yep. were you just next to each other? Yep, same booth. Uh, so we had like two tables on either side when you walk in, basically mm-hmm. his and basically mine. And the back and the middle was uh oh sorry, we had two tables. Uh, so when you walk in, there's one on the left and one on the right. One was basically all of my stuff. One was basically all of his. And the back table in the middle was for the most part, split 50-50. Um, and as things sold, we kind of rearranged, made it look as staged Full. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But a lot of people wanted custom stuff, so a lot of business cards, but we talked about it. We think 1% of business cards at a farmer's market actually turn into a commission. Uh, most people don't actually um, end up wanting that, or they'll get your info and find it cheaper at home goods or something like that. So. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was cool. It was fun to be out and about. Got me excited about woodworking, even though I didn't sell anything. Um, well, I did sell stuff, but not a lot. What kind of, uh, did Charlie have any of his pens out there? I'm curious if those yeah. did anything. 
Um, As I'm twiddling with a pen in my hand right now, this pen is literally oh, my favorite thing on my desk. Every single person that came into the booth picked one. He has two like that right now um, with like the mm-hmm. ocean blue and the light um, light wood. So um, I think he, he had like five or six pens, maybe seven. He had a cool Fordite, Fordite pen, which is when they spray Fortnite? Fordite. Fordite. I don't know the correct spelling or pronunciation, but it's like when they spray paint cars and all the paint collects like thousands and ah, thousands and thousands of layers and they chip it off and they basically turn it into pen blanks. So when it turns, you get like tons of little lines. It looks like tons of lines, like contour lines on a map that are really Mm -hmm. tight together. He sold one of those. He almost sold a Harley pen to a guy in a Harley shirt. Um, what's a Harley pen? Just but, orange and yeah. The uh, the pens. I he said back in Monterey he'd kill with pens. Like people bought them left and right, but not so great here. Uh, but the bottle hmm. openers were solid. So that's good to know. You just got to find something unique. So basically, what right. you're saying is you're gonna have a lot more bottle openers next time. I'm gonna do epoxy boards, pens, and bottle openers. <laughs> uh, did, did, was he like really competitively priced, or do you think they were? You know, his, medium his epoxy average. boards were more expensive than the other person in the area that was doing epoxy boards at the fair. Hmm. And one guy bought two at once. And then I was like, hey, can I come back and pick these up later? And cool, put them on the little lawn chair, write their name on a bag, put it there. Um, the guy walks away, and Charlie was like, thank goodness he saw my booth before he went around the corner because he would have found them for like 50 bucks cheaper around the corner <laughs> that's great it's uh, all about that uh that booth placement yeah and all the woodworkers there's a two wood two other tents of woodworking stuff uh co- like comparable to ours and it, we went over there and they were kind of coming back and just talking and making like open dialogue like hey are we competitively priced like, i don't want to undercut you uh, mm-hmm. i don't want you to undercut me um and they were all super friendly. So I guess woodworkers are just cool people, which is nice people. <laughs> that's a fact. We're the best. That's the fact, Jack. So yeah, that's... Honestly, that's it. House hunting, craft fair, inventory, all that good stuff. So what's next for it's you? Fun. What are you kind of... Uh, what are you, what's, what's on the uh, horizon, I suppose? Obviously, you're still getting settled in kind of in the house, but... What are the goals? What's the plan? So um, looking towards this weekend. um, So like this week I have some orientation for work. um, But Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm going to get my pod unloaded into the garage. And uh, my cousin has a trailer and a truck. And Charlie's got a truck. And want to get all of that stuff into a storage locker. That's temperature controlled because it's just sitting in the humid uh, Monterey, uh, Memphis <laughs> heat. So I want to get that out. And then once it's unloaded, Pods comes, picks it up. They'll put it on a scale and they'll weigh it empty. And I can submit that because I can't get paid for my government move until I have an empty weight on it. So I want to get that That's totally. a good chunk of cash right there. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be a big, it'll be a big, big chunk of cash. Um, so I want to get that emptied this weekend and after that, it's going to be standby to about this house. If I get the house, just like wait until I can move in, like close and move in. 
be honest. Will you buy a new couch before you set up your shop? No. <laughs> I don't even have a bed frame. My bed's going to be on the floor like a college kid in his apartment. I answer. And I have a wood shop. Um, I had a bed for I had a uh, my bed on the floor for actually an embarrassing long amount of time because I was going to build a bed frame. <laughs> but I, the, the I had a, of a woodworker. What was that? Yeah, like the um. There's a saying about that, like the shoemaker's kids don't have shoes or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the uh, <laughs> beds. I was talking to, I was in like a small group, and I was they were doing icebreakers. And as I tell, say one good thing that happened in the last month, last 30 days, this guy was like, well, I almost got off of a futon on, no, I almost got off of an air mattress onto a futon and it was, but the futon didn't fit up the stairs. And he goes, so I guess it really wasn't a good thing that happened. This guy's like 35 and been in the Navy for eight years and he's still sleeping on a futon. I was like, oh, man, come on. Like, if you need some money, I'll help you get a bed. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, yeah. Beds are underrated, man. You got to have a good one. That is a Got to keep that body feeling good. Dude, I, I, I need to catch up on sleep so badly. I've been operating on very low hours of sleep the past, like, two weeks straight, dude. And it's uh, it's weighing heavy on me. Uh, uh, but, I mean, you've been busy. Talk about your schedule. What have you been up to? You just got a big delivery today. If you yes. want to talk about it, a very big delivery. I don't mind talking about it a little bit um, today. Well, what, what do you want me to go into first? The delivery today, or or my life? <laughs> Catch us up on the last, you know, nine weeks since we recorded our last episode. Oh, dude, so much has happened. So many amazing things so many crazy things some unfortunate things you know the life of a business owner there's a lot Mm -hmm. of ups and downs and highs and lows fortunately there's been a lot more highs than lows of course but uh just gotta roll the punches sometimes that's kind of what i've been doing um a lot of headaches have occurred real headaches or like what like business headaches actual actual headaches actually now that you mention it i had i've had my first like few migraines the past like couple months I've only had, I don't know, like four or five of them, but holy smokes, dude, like we're talking like can't even get out of my bed. Yeah. Can't look at the, can't look out the window. I had to put like a curtain up. I just put the pillow over my eyes and I just lay there. Yeah. My girlfriend's got one of those little eye, eye, eye blocker jiggers. I love putting that thing on. Well, not in that situation though. But uh, only in that situation, of course, I would never (laughs) wear that on like a normal night. I just wear it when I go out to, you know, dinner with the boys or something. <laughs> with the boys. Um, but, yeah, um, things have been going great, man. Um, I have some really, really, really I, – I just actually closed a very exciting deal that I cannot wait to share. I can't at this moment, but uh, it will be coming very soon. I mean, you'll see it on, on the Instagrams probably before we talk about it here on the podcast again. Um, the delivery that Dougie was talking about correlates heavily to it. Um, I got a big Prytech. 130 watt laser with a the footprint is six foot by five feet it is humongous it's like a that's car my, in my shop basically I was say that's the size of my outfeed table <laughs> yeah dude it's ginormous uh the bed size is 53 by 35 130 watt laser so i mean i can put full third sheets of plywood or acrylic or whatever um, i'm bringing back the laser cut templates that's something that I was uh, 
I've really been wanting to do. It's something that I really enjoyed back, uh, you know, before I got the CNC. Um, the laser cut templates, it just provides a much prettier edge on templates. You also don't have to worry about leaving tabs on the templates and then cutting them out, flush trimming. So I skip a huge amount of work by having the laser cut them. And now I can do it all 100% in-house as I've been doing, which is really cool. So that's really exciting. And plus, all of the other things that you can do with a laser will be so exciting to have at the tip of my fingers. have never had access like this to a laser before, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Spent a, a lot of today yeah, getting that set up. Yeah, it's a huge laser. Oh, dude. So big. It was actually very easy to transport because it's got built-in wheels. And they're very nice wheels, too. So mm. like we just rolled it into the trailer, rolled it into my shop. Nice. And that, that was Austin that helped, right? Yeah, Austin was a big help. Uh, shout out to Brian Marty with Marty Custom Furniture. He came over. I was literally on my way home from Tempe where I bought the laser. It's about 45 minutes away. And I called Brian who lives about 10 minutes away. And I was like, hey, I think I might need some extra hands on deck to unload this <laughs> thing from the trailer. And he was like, perfect. Just tell me when and where I... <laughs> He's like, just tell me when and where I need to be. So shout out to Brian. He's awesome. Another local woodworker. Um, I mean, that's pretty much it, man. Did you buy it? Not much else. No, I bought a use off another maker. Another, another, uh, he's more of a laser guy than anything, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I won't, nothing else super exciting has gone down. Finished up a handful of fun projects. Trying to get back into posting on Instagram more consistently. Um, I actually hired on a video editor, which will be very clutch. Um, getting more videos put out so I don't have to spend too much time editing them. I can just record them and send them off to somebody. So that's uh, something I have invested in recently. I got a couple guys helping me on the shop. Yeah, brought two guys on. Um, I definitely don't think we've talked about that on the podcast yet. That'll definitely be a topic for another episode. Definitely want to get into it because it's very interesting. Very uh, interesting dynamic, but it was definitely a necessary thing that I had to take on. So it's been going pretty good so far. And real quick, before we go any further, I want to talk a little bit more about our newest sponsor, Jobber. Jobber can always be counted on to keep your business organized. You manage your business and back and forth with customers from one place. Estimates, quotes, scheduling, invoices, getting paid, no software experience required. Super simple to make an account and sign up. They have really good agents on standby to help you get set up. Speaking of Jobber, they currently have a program called Jobber Grants, where they're giving out $150,000 to entrepreneurs across three different categories. Uh, The different categories, it's you're in the pre-planning process, you're an almost entrepreneur, uh, you're either a new business owner, so zero to three years of of owning your business, or an experienced owner, which is more than three years. Uh, You can apply on their website, jobbergrants.com, and it's super easy takes less than five minutes. Apply by May 26th for your shot at a piece of $150,000 from Jobber Grants. For all that you do, this $150,000 is for you. Phase one, open until May 26th. So get those applications in. Thanks, Jobber. I mean, there's there's literally no reason why you should not go uh, apply for that. The link will be in the podcast bio. Click on that. Winning one of those grants could be so invaluable to a business i mean that could be your first step into buying a cnc maybe even buying some product to build your first project that you want to advertise and hopefully get more products more projects from the sky is the limit elon musk 
Jobber, thank you so much for your support. We appreciate you coming out of the show and sponsoring us. Absolutely. Make sure you guys go check them out. But I also want to do uh, just like say, hey, hey, thanks for everyone who's been listening to the show. We left on a very, uh, a really high uptick of new listeners. Uh, we did a really, really fun episode with Zach Hess from Double K Products. If you haven't listened to that episode, go check it out. It's all about epoxy. He goes into some serious detail about everything you need to know about the process with whatever type of epoxy project you're working on, whether it's flood coating or an epoxy river table, as well as some science behind it. But you should most certainly go check it out. If I'm not mistaken, me and Dog are going to be going back to putting these things out every single week. Doggy, can you confirm? Uh, I cannot confirm nor deny that statement. Uh, no. Yes. That's the goal. That's the plan. I think... Moving forward, I kind of got a little routine here at the house, so I think we're good to go. Good. Really excited. I miss doing these. Miss talking to the dog. I feel like uh, a part of us has died a little bit without this show going on, so it's uh, very excited to have this back. And, uh, you know, I've been getting a lot of messages. People bummed about it being gone, which is pretty cool. Some people may have not noticed, but hey, if you're (laughs) listening now, just know that we really appreciate it, and we're, we're excited to get back on the horse again. Yeah, it's good to be back. It's definitely good to be back. Uh, On that note, I think we ought to call it quits. Peace out. Uh, I'm learning my Tennessee lingo, but what I'm supposed to say is y'all come back now. uh, (laughs) Y'all come back now. Y'all come back now, you hear? Um, No, so it was fun. Uh, And back in the saddle. So let's keep, keep keep it up and keep going. Yeah, buddy. Once again, thanks so much, Grabo. Thanks so much, Jobber. And thanks so much to all of you guys who listen and support me and Doggy, whether it's here on the show, whether it's sending in questions to give us some content, which we actually have a lot planned coming up um, or following along with both of our platforms. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. I think it's time we peace. Thanks, y'all. Peace. Y'all come back now. You're here. Y'all come back now.